Pastor Bo. of the Lord tonight to be in the presence of none other but Jesus Christ his great coast and angelic coast and all that's looking down from the heavens upon this church that's gathered to man in the lovely name of Jesus in Bendale Mississippi hallelujah but no doubt we probably have the attention of the devil and all of his imps and lions and things of that nature and that's fine hallelujah because a lot of churches he didn't have to visit them tonight because he's already got them but he's got to visit us amen because he doesn't have us and neither is he going to keep he's got you he's not going to keep you hallelujah because I know the overcomer amen that's a part of my life we've sung about it already we've talked about it to a certain degree I haven't walked in this place with fear and doubt with dread I walked in this place with assurance and with confidence in my mind and heart and spirit. The makers in the house, the creators in the house, the lovers in the house, and not only in the house, but he's in my life and he's in the midst of my life. There's not a battle, there's not a struggle. That's the reason I can sing it louder. Amen. Hallelujah. In the middle of the battle, in the middle of the trial. Amen. Because he's had forsaken me. He had left me. He promised he never would. He promised me to be an overcomer. So it's just great to be here tonight. It's great to see each one of you in the house of the Lord tonight. What a time that we need together. What a time that we need to bond together and bind together. Amen. To let the Lord to work for us. That we might be what he has called us to be. In the hour and the time that we're in. I'd love to tell you that the battles are going to let up and. They're going to get easier and things of this nature. But uh, I don't see that foreseen. But I do see the Lord working in powers and demonstrations such as he has in the last few weeks to continue to work in that same form and manner for people that has a love for his name, has a love for his word, has a love for his ways. People that's not ashamed to be separated. People's not ashamed to be called out. People, a man that's felt in love with this God. If we have to walk alone or if we can walk with a crowd, it doesn't make any difference. We fell in love with him. And we know he's going to walk with us and keep us. Have your Bibles, Numbers 13 and 30. I'm going to use this kind of as a little launching pad. I don't really know. I'll be honest with you. I don't have this. It's one of those times where... And we just see, we're going to trust the Lord. We're going to put our, our confidence that he'll help us, anoint us, and quicken us here tonight. I'm on a, I, I really feel on kind of a special mission here tonight in my spirit and in my heart. Amen. And that God wants to work for us. And uh, I don't want to fail him most of all. Neither do I want to fail you, our community, and our time. Uh, to say that that can't happen, come on. Some of the greatest characters that you read about in the Bible come up short at times and drop the ball at different times. But as Brother Barry done mentioned tonight about David, the reason, amen, that he was able to continue on was no doubt the anointing and all, but yet he knew that he was serving a God that can make him an overcomer. Of didn't matter if the ziklag was ashes, didn't matter how the enemy formed against him, regardless of the size of the enemy or the position of the enemy, such as Saul the king, he knew that he was serving a God that could help him overcome. The trial, the circumstance, or the situation, regardless of how hopeless it may have appeared to be, this God would, would come down in such a way and a manner that only he can do and perform the miraculous and the supernatural and help us to be victorious against the enemy of our soul. So if you have it, Numbers 13 and 30, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. We're well able to overcome it. Lord, I ask you to help us tonight. Oh, how desperately we need you to touch us and to minister through us, to anoint us. 
Help us, God, to be able to feed the lambs, to feed the sheep. and to. Uh, as I open my mouth, God, I ask you to fill it. It's about you. It's about your mercy, your grace, your, your, your compassion. It's about your promises being revealed unto us. It's about uh, your anointing upon our lives and your call and election upon each heart that has chosen, has come, and to be a part of this service tonight. Oh, I pray for nothing but the Father's will in their hearts and the Father's will in their minds and their spirit. Amen. We, we trust you tonight to help us. We're so thankful for each that's come. And we ask you to bless them. And let thy will be done as you anoint us and use us here tonight. All the glory, all the praise, all the honor. is going to be lifted to none other but to our Lord and to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord bless you. You may be seated. We appreciate you so much. It is good to see Lindsay. It's good to see Brother Aaron and Sister Myler and that baby. And each one of you. In the house of the Lord tonight to come and to be a part of this service with us. It's good to have the good friend. Amen with sister. It's good to see you tonight. God bless you. It's good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord to come join with us. To worship and to magnify and to uh, give glory to the Lord. And let the Lord work for us and among us. And everybody's, you know, no doubt has a part. Everybody, you know, in one form or another to come and, amen, to build the fire and to build the, the service where it needs to be. And I'm so thankful for the singers and instrument players and different ones that's able to come and help minister and take a part of this service and lead their service up to this place and up to this point. And uh, let me say uh, off just off the cuff, and I, I normally try to have plenty and things of that nature, but uh, just to be real frank with you and real honest with you, the thing that's really been riding with me now for a few weeks, and, and if you've been paying attention in, in a lot of the uh, leading of services and preaching and the teaching, amen, a lot's been said lately, even for myself, amen, just at times of being an overcomer, being an overcomer. How many's in the house wants to be an overcomer? Hallelujah. We don't want to just be overcomers of individuals and overcomers of just certain little circumstances or situations but we really want to be an overcomer amen we want to be victorious we want to overcome every every strategy every weapon that's formed against us of the enemy of our soul every tactic that he sets up every time that even at times of our own choosings and and, and maybe bad bad choices we made and and maybe at times when others that we love and care for has done the same thing Thing and we're drawn into it but even in the midst of all of that hallelujah we know that we're serving a God that can come to our rescue and minister to us we're watching a world that's looking for all type of elements and substance to get them from one day to the next hallelujah from one episode to the next episode but oh I'm glad tonight to tell you that we got one that's solid as a rock hallelujah the author and the finisher that can get us from one episode to the next get us from one mountaintop to the next mountaintop until in a moment I'm going to twinkle every eye that we're going to leave this place regardless if I'm in the ground, amen, or walking upon this earth. Hallelujah. I know we got a promise, amen, that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And if you can't, if God won't forsake him, and if we'll let God work, and if we'll let God work, God will work in the miraculous and the supernatural. I tell you, he can work in courtrooms. He can work in judges' hearts. He can work in hospitals. He can work in places that you and I can't go. He's going to work in the grave. He's going to bust it wide open and pull him out. I tell you, every promise is yea and amen in Christ Jesus, the anointed one. Woo! And if it's anointed right with him there, it's right upon this earth. So, if you read about Caleb and him, and I'm just going to briefly, we probably won't be lengthy here tonight. Amen, because we're going to intercede about something tonight. And uh, even before this transpired, I'd already felt God's uh, just, just nudging, you might say, whatever. Amen. I, have a t- have a, have a, I just believe that we're too prone, we're too subject, to, uh, too easy to just let life just go by. To let events and... And circumstances, you know, unfold and, and to maybe think that, well, it couldn't have been any different. Oh, yeah. I believe we can make a difference. I believe there's a God that can intercede. I believe there's a God that can send angels. I believe there's a God that can, can perform miracles of healing and deliverance and, 
and move on souls and move on hearts. Move on individuals that we think could be unmovable. But we're serving a God that's, he doesn't know any limits. He doesn't know, amen, he doesn't know what it, uh, somebody mentioned me this morning, amen, about Mr. Trump talking about, uh, the president talking about uh, that he don't lose. Well, I don't know, you'll work that all out and I'm going to let the dead bear the dead. I'll just be honest with you. That's a dead working against the dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. But on the other hand, I am praying in the name of Jesus Christ that regardless of who's going to be the president, that there'll be a church that'll rise up in the midst of this and be the church. Hallelujah because that's where the real answer's at that's where the real peace is at that's where the real joy is at in fact if I could get all the White House to repent and get the Holy Ghost I tell you right now it changed our nation around we'd all wake up and realize where the real comfort is and what the real problem is hallelujah it's like amen I believe in that God can do it it's not our abilities it's not our education it's not our talent it's not our money it's not our gold it's not our silver it's not our military that's because there is a God in the heavens that shined down on America and let me tell you something we don't need to forget the real reason I'm in this house and I ask all of his goodness and mercy and grace. I didn't earn it. It wasn't by my power. It wasn't by my power. But it's by the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to be made overcome by him. By him. That's how I'm going to be an overcomer. No other way. I'm, going to out, I'm not going to outsmart the devil. I'm not going to outposition lust and the pull of the world. But I'm going to be made an overcomer by the love of God and the touch of God. Listen to me a little bit tonight. I'm going to tell you something. When Jesus came and walked upon this earth, and he started reaching out and touching lives and touching souls, his intent was his message. I'm going to make you an overcomer. I'm going to make you victorious. We done sung about it tonight, being victorious. We're the most victorious people upon the face of the earth. And from all different walks and styles and, and uh, ethical uh, uh, reasons and purposes. But when we all come together, you can't tell me the color of our soul, but I can tell you the color, amen, that redeems us and reconciles. It's called red. The red blood of Jesus Christ that washes away every sin and every individual that's willing to repent and turn from their wickedness. He's more than able to reach out there and pull them out of those dungeons, pull them out of those snares, pull them out of those situations. I don't care how bombarded they are with, with drugs. I don't care how wrapped up they are in sin. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, amen. God didn't fill us with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. For you to come up short. Hallelujah. Drop the ball of being what God wants you to be. He filled you with the Holy Ghost. He went on a cross and died that you and I would be overcomers and victorious and nothing else would get us there. But if we put our faith in covenant that amen by the cross, by by the blood, by the help of the Holy Ghost, regardless of what trials and tests it may come my way, they're not going to defeat me. There needs to be a there needs to be a genuine faith, confidence, and trust. God's what I've sought for him in prayer. And I know that he is. Watch this. You made overcomers by his voice. The reason the prophet could come back out of that cave. Hallelujah. And get out of that condition and situation. And be about God's business. Because he could hear that still small voice. And as he heard the small voice speaking to him, when the odds were against him, and in his own mind and his own reason, he thought everybody quit loving him. Everybody was bound down to Balaam. Everybody was worshiping the opposite direction, doing everything wrong. But when he could hear the still small voice of the Almighty God, I don't care if we're in dungeons. I don't care if we're in caves. I don't care how much dirt the devil tries to throw in our face. I'm glad I can hear a voice, a true voice. And if I listen to that voice and take heed to the voice, I'm going to be an overcomer. I'm going to come out on the other side because his voice can speak to me and what step to take, what direction to take, who he can anoint and bless to bring his purpose. He filled each and every one of us with the Holy Ghost to fulfill a purpose, and it's his purpose, not ours. And it no telling what kind of journey we got to go through, no telling what kind of avenues we got to go through. But I'm going to tell you something. He did fill you in the heart now with the Holy Ghost and shed that blood on that cross for you and I not to come up, not come up, amen, except being victorious. Over every power of the enemy of our soul. 
There's a real spiritual warfare going on. Some real demonical powers that we're having to deal with. But you know what? He's going to make us overcomers. I preached the message to you just a little while back. About the disciples when he instructed them and forced them and commanded them to get in the boat. And go to the other side. Because they was going to force him to be king, but it wasn't time. Got to wait on God. He's got a timing. And sometimes waiting on God, man, it can get bad. It can get horrible. But just listen to me. Regardless of how far in the depthness you feel like you're sinking and you're going. If you're living for God and you're committed to Him, hallelujah, and you know you have. Now, I ain't talking about being perfect in everything. But I'm talking about a genuine love for God and the things of God. Not a position. Not recognition of who we are. But recognition. I'm telling you, I'll tell you again tonight. It shoot me fine. I may go out there one day and just take my name off of that sign. Y'all won't do it. I might just do it. Hallelujah. Because my name don't mean not one thing. Hallelujah. I am the only thing it means anything is the lovely name of Jesus. All power in heaven and earth is given to this name. And when you and I took on this name, hallelujah, to represent this name and the authority and the power and the love of it, hallelujah, I'm telling you there's a power and authority that rides with us that the president don't have. There's a power and authority that rides with us. We're above every institution. I mean, I don't care how much China's got, I don't care how much the Japanese got, I don't care how much everybody else has got. I'm telling you there's a power and authority that rides with us above beyond every other power. Including the rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm telling you tonight, it's his intent, his expected end is for you and I to be overcomers. Not exempt from trials, not exempt from battles, not exempt from challenges, but in the midst of them. He wants us to be victorious. He wants us to overcome. And as we present these bodies unto him holy and acceptable in a reasonable service, he's going to see us out the other side. Amen. He's going to see us. Amen. Victorious. And that's not all. Could it be that we need a community to get stirred up by church? Amen. To stand in the sure way. And the powers and the promises of God. Hallelujah. To help us. To fight the fight. When we've lived right. And we fought a good fight. Hallelujah. God's going to come and help us. Amen. To finish the fight. And finish it in the fashion and form that will give him glory. And that will give him praise. Hallelujah. Now you watch this. Why do you think God? Amen. In the psalmist told us. In the very presence of your enemy. I got a table spread and on this table amen is what all you need right in the presence of the enemy and he can't do nothing about it but you got to come and dine and you got to come and eat and you got to open up your ears and you got to open up your heart and you got to open up your mind to what thus saith the word of God hallelujah right in the midst of your enemy right in the midst of your storm right in the midst of your trials hallelujah that the prince is going to ride with me that my maker is going to ride with me I'm telling you that's the reason I don't fear about death Death's not going to take this body until God gets ready. And when God gets ready, nobody's going to stop it. Hallelujah, you hear me? That's the reason we don't worry, stay up at night, worry about this and worry about that. Come on. Hey, you what? Have a little pain in my body. I, you know, some people, they have a little thing, they have a little knot they got, they have a little whatever. I got cancer, man. I'm fixing to die. I'm fixing to die. the tongue. I'm going to do anything. I rebuke you, not. Hallelujah. I rebuke that. I come to get that by the authority of Jesus Christ. You're the healer. You're the provider. You told me I could be an overcomer. You told me I could put the adder under my feet. You told me I could put every fire servant under my feet. You told me, amen, I could live a victorious life. Woo! It's every foul spirit, every demonic force, every lying tongue. Our own minds sometimes. Amen. It could give us more trouble than anything else. Our own minds and what we give it to. Hallelujah. We're more prone if we're not careful. We're more prone. You know what? People can believe a lie before they believe truth. That's right. They spread the lie before they spread truth. Hallelujah. They'd much rather run somebody down. Hallelujah. And talk about somebody. 
and tell them talk about I knew they weren't going to make it. I knew they weren't going to survive. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody under the sound of my voice, you can make it. You can go to heaven. You can be ready in that moment, that twinkle of eye. It's a promise from Jesus Christ against all the forces of evil and rulers of darkness and the elements. Amen. That's coming even against America. Hallelujah. I'm not. I'm not dedicated to the flesh. Neither I'm dedicated to America. But I'm dedicated to Jesus Christ. I'm not dependent on the government. I'm not dependent on America. I'm dependent on Jesus Christ. If you're dependent on Jesus Christ, there's not a battle that He can't give us, and He won't give us. Amen. It's His intent for us to overcome every battle, to be victorious. Please don't be offended what I'm fixing to say. We will let God help us. They wouldn't be in years made of divorces. What God put together. Let no man put asunder. Well, preacher, you just wait. God's got ways of working. Told somebody today, I said they could cross when they cross that line or whatever. God take them out. Well, that's God's business. He knows. He gets ready to take them out. He knows for his baby, he'll take them out. They cause it heartaches and disappointments and have no intent at all to serve him and love him. Hallelujah. And walk in his counsels and walk in his commandments. And he's going to cause havoc and trouble. Amen. I'm telling you, this God can take them out. For his little darling's sake. That they're trying to cause the shipwreck. And miss the mark. I knew it'd go over about like that. We either believe God can do it all. Or can do anything. You don't think me and that little lady back in the rain had trials and troubles and times, amen. You, you go somewhere else and you do this or whatever. You know. Yeah. Hallelujah. I told her a little while back. She said something about something about I, I, got, I said, oh no. I said, I'm going to burn this thing down. I said, if you get another, it won't be in this one. <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll burn this one down. I'll stand it in the more road and shotgun and say, hey, you first responders better stay out on the other end of this road for a little while. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I, we just kind of going on, but uh, I don't know. Just don't try me. I don't want to be tested in some areas. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost, help me here. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, there's too many people. Hallelujah. It's bound by things they don't even realize they're bound. Hallelujah. Bound by things they don't realize. The enemy slipped in unnoticed, unaware. Hallelujah. Slipped in and got him in bondage. And he hadn't even been woke up and realized. Hallelujah. There's a snake got a hold of me. You watch this. Jesus sent him on that journey, didn't he? And the storm rose up. It wasn't, it wasn't the Lord's intent for them to lose their lives. Oh, they was doing everything they could. Man, they had some experience shipping on that thing. Peter and everybody. Man, they was they was every trick they knew to get to the other side and overcome this storm. But man, it looked like a, it was just hopeless and they wouldn't gain any much ground. And then they had a few on there like Matthew, just an old tax collector, and all he could do was sit on the side and go. And this ride got me so sick. Hallelujah. We're up and down and round and about. I know what he's talking about. I understand that. I rode in the back of a van a few times with a ship guard. Coming this time, I think I'm gonna lose it this time. Hallelujah! Life can be that way, but in the midst of all of that and all of those things, we don't walk by feeling. We walk by faith. We don't love by observation. God, we don't look at the enemy. We look at God. We look at God because God promised me to be an overcomer, not sometime, but every time. God doesn't fail us. If there's anything I fail him, I come up short. I don't just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Believing God's going to work this out. God, you're going to bring it together. I'll tell you right now, if I didn't walk like that, I couldn't pastor this church. I depended on my skills and the talents. And some of you struggle with that. 
Some of you struggle with, well, if he'd really practice and really study, he could pronounce all those names. I'm more active than what you think I am. Competition, no. I ain't, I'm not in competition. Hallelujah, I'm not in competition with nobody. I want to please God. I want to please God. Because if I can please God, hallelujah, you know what? That's what's going to get us out of here, Brother Quinn. That's what's going to make us victorious. It's the mercies and the grace and the faithfulness of this God. Hallelujah, that always shows up. Hallelujah, when you throw us in the fire furnace, he always just shows up. I'm not going to let them burn up my babies. Don't you worry, sweetheart. Don't you worry, sir. I'm telling you, the trial's not going to defeat you. The battle's not going to overcome you. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in us. If God's for us, who can be against us? Principalities, powers, angels, death, life, things present, things to come. Young people, you hold on to what you got. You don't let it slip away. Fall in love with it. Hallelujah. I'm talking about fall in love with it. I'm talking about you get fall in love with it to the way. Joy unspeakable. Now some of you concern me about the lack of joy you got. Oh, preacher, don't go there. I'm going to tell you something. Maybe I'm using us tonight. We'll be all right. We'll survive. <laughs> Hallelujah. If every time I come into her presence... You know, and she just. I done something wrong. But after the first day, second day, third day, after a while, you get to. That's the reason sometimes, especially when the Holy Ghost is moving the house and the presence of God moving the house, and you still don't have no joy and expression of countenance on your face, there's something missing, ladies and gentlemen. There's something absent. Our strength comes from the joy. I thank God for the repentance. I thank God for the weeping. I thank God for the crying. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm glad I don't have a marriage or relationship. Hallelujah. It's grounded and it's settled on. Every time we get to realm, we just boo and cry and hold one another. I on one another's shoulders. That reminds me of people who used to go to bar rooms and get drunk and sing them old sad songs. Hallelujah. That reminds me of the world. Hallelujah. That reminds me of a place where you don't have much hope. Hallelujah. Amen. To come out and overcome the circumstances. But anybody that's a child of God, you always got one. You always got one that'll deliver you. You got one, amen, that can move beyond the, the powers and the authorities of all powers. Hallelujah. All the devils and all, every weapon formed against us shall not prosper. The churches be all right against the gates of hell. If anybody can take on hell, it's awesome. If anybody can take on anybody that's in hell, it's awesome. If anybody can change somebody that's wrapped up by the devil, it's us. Because we're the ones that's made overcomers. By his mercy and grace, by his compassion and his faithfulness to us. And here he is. He's watching his disciples. They wouldn't sit on that journey to watch them. Amen. Defeated and overcome by the storm. Because there was somebody else. Hallelujah. There was in a greater storm than what they were. And as he watches this Jesus come. <laughs> I don't know if he's walking. I don't know what he's doing. I just know he's on. He's riding in on the, the white caps, buddy. <laughs> old surfers just dream of doing it. And God gets ready. When you throw it even into dungeons, he can send an angel without anybody even realizing, recognizing, including the guards. Unlock them doors and get them out and go back to the house of God and start preaching. Guards still standing there just like they always was. Didn't even know the prisoners were gone. God can pull you out of a situation the devil don't even know you got delivered. I said, God can pull you out of situations. The devil, amen, he'll wake up and look around. Hey, where are I? I thought we had him. I thought we had him. I thought we had him. No, no. Hallelujah. Because the one that makes me an overcomer stepped in on the scene. The one that makes me an overcomer can send an angel. And the power of his glory and mercy and grace. And worked in praise that I can't work on nobody else. Because his intent tonight is for every born again child of God to be an overcomer. Victorious. Win. It's all the trials and the heartaches 
and even the disappointments of life. You lose mamas and you lose daddies. And you lose some things that was anchors in your life. You know what? He'll take the place. He can be a daddy for you. He can be a mama. He's a friend that'll stick closer than anybody else. Whenever you find yourself facing circumstances and situations, hallelujah, I've got myself in a mess. But you know what? This God had come to our rescue. This God, amen, it's his intent. He knows that we're just flesh. He knows that we're just dust. He knows, you know, hallelujah, there's just really not. But you know what? Hallelujah, that's my boy. That's the apple of my eye. He was washed in my blood. He's carrying on my name. Hallelujah. And now that he's fighting a good fight and walking the way, and he's willing to humble himself and yield himself. That's the reason the writer said, try to be. If it's not, back up, amen. Back up and find the heart of God and the will of God and walk therein. Don't worry about what the paycheck is. Don't worry about the influence of the position. Don't worry about all of that. What you and I need to worry about, God, I want to please you. I want to walk where you want me to walk. Because if I walk where you want me to walk, I'm going to be victorious. I'm going to be an overcomer. There's no if and 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 maybes about it. Because we build our rock or build our hearts and build our lives upon the sure foundation that no, no powers of hell can shake it. No powers of the enemy, amen, can overcome it. Hallelujah. No storm, amen, that we got to face. Hallelujah. Can, well, watch this. But the fort doesn't mention about the foundation. And when he mentioned about, you know what's one of the most important things about a foundation? The footing. Footing around the edges. The apostolic church is not careful. They'd only have played with the foundation. Now they've reached a place where they don't want no footings. But you don't have no footing around that foundation. And dig down below that top surface. And get down in some good dirt. Let the storm come. Let the rain begin to come. It'll begin to make an inroad. It began to cut away. And if, if it's just laying on top of the ground, after a while, after one storm after another, it begins to cut out from under that, that foundation and that concrete. I don't care if it's four inches deep. won't make any difference. Because whenever it makes that enrollment into it and washes that dirt out from under it, it's going to start cracking and it's going to start falling. And it could be the very corner. I'm glad tonight with assurance in my heart that the chief cornerstone can't be moved. Hallelujah. He's done faced every trial that I'm going to face. He's done faced every devil, every every power of darkness, every temptation. And you know what he told me in his word? He said, because I said, he said, you know what? You're going to suffer tribulation in the world. He said, but cheer up. I've overcome the world. I've been victorious. And because I have, you can't. win. You can be victorious. Sister Wood, y'all can come. We'll get ready to sing. We're going we're gonna to pray. Sister Wood's got a notice here. Take her to court. Her, Caleb, Terry Woods. And uh, actually, I don't mean to tell you business, but we're with you. Whatever it takes, we're going to be with you. The part about it I don't like is the accusations that they try to put the blame on her. They're all the fault, in, in a sense, on her. <laughs> and uh, we we just gonna. I'm not gonna anoint these papers. I kind of thought about it and and uh, felt that I don't know how they respond to all this oil on these papers. So I said, I tell you what, we're going to do. Man, I got impressed the seed, and as it goes through my mind, we're going to anoint a cloth, a prayer cloth. First thing out of my, in my mind, in my thoughts, whenever she texts me about the situation, I said, Lord, have mercy. It was the first thing that just grabbed me. We're not looking for excuses, we're not looking for any of that. Lord, we're asking for your mercy here. She's been faithful. She's been through many of trials, heartaches, disappointments. And she's held on. She's held on. She's been faithful to the house of God. She's been faithful to the Lord. And even on that particular night, she was faithful to give instructions for them not to leave the house. I hope we get some good witnesses. We're going to pray for all of them. Sometimes you and I got to realize that, well, 
Boy, if I was one, I'd had a... Come on, any of you that's raised teenagers, you know better than that. When they set out and get ready to do something, they got to crawl out of windows. It'd be a different ball game if she went and bought the alcohol. It'd be a different ball game, amen, if she had encouraged it. Ain't none of that in it. Now you feel about this like you want to, but I, I'm help taking this on as a personal battle against a member of this church. And especially if it reaches a point that's unreasonable. I know we all could say, well, what if that was your boy? Well, I'll tell you the first thing I'd do, I'd do like Nehemiah, begin to examine myself and I'd want to know where was I at? Where have I been in that boy's life in the last 17 years? How many times has he spent somewhere else that I didn't know nothing about it, but now all of a sudden because something went bad, now all of a sudden I'm going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not a lawyer, and I may be out of step, but I am a preacher, and I'm responsible for the soul. It's faithful. And I believe that the God that we serve can intervene. And we're not against somebody. I'm praying for that couple. I know what it is to stand by a man and walk up to a man at a hospital. Just lost his oldest daughter. And at that moment, I'd have gave my right arm to get that daughter back. But I just couldn't do it. But I would have. I'm not talking about something I don't know anything about. I know what it's like to hold a wife that's just about to lose everything because of a brother that died. And the only thing she done was gave birth to him to love him anymore. Hey, I know the suffering how that is. But it never gives us a right to do wrong. to say it especially money if money is the real copper love of money is the root of all evil I'm not saying that's the case here see God knows and when we petition him he knows as he sits on the circle of this earth Andrew showed me a little what's it called the thing that Caleb sent to you about all night wishing I was back or something like that. I got you on the spot, didn't I? He sent me, showed me something anyway about crying something about wanting to be just in the last few days, even before. It might have been after, I don't know. Don't matter. When life was better. Folks, you and I, we got to realize It's not my own power that keeps us from being ensnared. Everybody in this room is inclined to do things that's not right. In fact, if, 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 if you're not careful and you're one of them, it's quick to jump up and, and jump on people. You better check your heart. <laughs> Something's already got you. I mean, you may have it dressed to the T and all that, but... That ain't what's going to count, buddy. It's going to count, but, but what really is going to count because there's some of them out there dressed better than we do. Cars plain and things of that nature. But they don't believe this message. They don't believe that the Messiah's come. I believe the Messiah's come. And because he is king, now you and I have hope. Now you and I have access. And to some promises. We're made overcomers. Watch this one. We're made overcomers by his promises. There's times when you feel like God's a million miles away. That word of God keeps ringing out in your heart. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God, I can't find you. And I don't feel you. But I know your word promised me. I'm hanging on to that promise. I'm standing on to that promise. Hallelujah. And as I stand on that promise, you're going to show up. And you're going to show up whenever you want to show up. Because it's your glory and about your name. And I want to represent it and represent it right. So church, come on, Sister Woods. I asked her. You know, I know asked her Wednesday night to bring the papers. And then I asked her, I said, if you didn't mind, wait till tonight. I just felt the setting would be better. I just felt like God and then let me preach about an overcomer. And I can go a lot. I could cover a lot. 
all through the Bible. Amen. Overcomers. You know why Caleb sinned with an evil report? You know why Caleb? He was a different, a different spirit. And he says, right now, we can take them. Oh, the facts are right. Them walls, they're unbelievable. The cities. In fact, <laughs> I can't help believe it. Joshua and Caleb was the one. Ten, ten, them, ten, them ten folks of unbelief and the evil report, they weren't going to bring nothing back that would, that would put them in a position to have to fight for something. Hallelujah. That's arena so important as we embrace those prayer rooms back there before service. We're fighting for something. Hallelujah. We're praying down the will of the Father. We're praying down the glory of God. We're praying down the powers of, the, of Jesus Christ. And drive out the enemy and the powers. Amen. That wars and God. The, the, the isms and the schism of even of the local assembly. Because like it or not, folks, we're flesh. And we have a tendency, you know, to like and dislike things and the enemy loves to use those things as, as means and ways to, to wedge division and prize against the will of the Father. But because he wants to make us an overcomer tonight. So I want Sister Woods to come. This church, I want you to come. Man, joined around. We're going to present this unto the Lord. kind of like we've done for Brother Heath and Sister Judy. <laughs> and ask God to intervene and to touch May not exempt, but, but we're praying God work this thing out. Supply the needs. Man, whenever you've got to have lawyers and you get involved in things like this, you know, money plays a part, but yet choosing the right ones. A man facing a court and a judge, it's going to be right. At, you know, and we're not against the, the others per se. You know, that, that hurts real. That suffering's real. We need to be praying for them. God would help them. God would touch them. Even though they weren't together, they that steal that pain of losing that loved one, that child, a 17-year-old boy, losing his life. But this ought to be a wake-up call for all of our young boys and young girls. You don't fool with this stuff. You don't, you don't, you don't know how vulnerable this, this, this stuff here is no good. And he gets a taste of the right thing. Sometimes it falls in love with it and has such a passion for it. It's not an easy thing to break loose from. That's not just true, God help us here. That's not just true in alcohol and drugs. But that can also be in attitudes and spirits. Things that happen to us when we're children and things that we let it get in us and never, never really let God open that chamber and that place in there and get it out. You can. What you got to do is cast it at his feet. Vengeance is yours. you'll make me an overcomer there's no doubt in my mind tonight he has the best interests for every individual in this house tonight every battle every trial now if it's out of stiffness and disobedience that's a different but you know I'm talking about if we're living for God and we're giving it our best to keep his word walk in his promises and keep those principles he's a faithful God to make us an overcomer to make us an overcomer and that's what we're praying here tonight, that the mighty hand of God would just move. Hallelujah. These are the papers that have been served. And we're going to call on the Lord, call on the mighty hand of God to intervene and to touch. Because I can't help but believe that God wants this to be able to overcome. What if you had to go to bed for this tonight? What if that was your son that caused that? I'm in the Bible now. Scriptures taught us that when a brother or sister gets under a burden, it's our responsibility to get under that burden with them. Join up with them and hook up with them in any way we can help them. To do what? To overcome it. Seen you going last night. to a first response. Somebody's in need. 
could be a life and death situation. And I see them, they went by me. I went to pray and God be with them. God touch them. God touch that situation. It, it may not be nothing but a brush fire, but oh, it don't make me that I want to pray about it. And ask God to, man, to send angels and send protection. Send. This is something I want us to join together in, bind together in. And let's watch the mighty hand of God work the way he wants to work. Who knows what may be the outcome of this. Sister God, in allowing this to destroy you. I know you don't feel that way tonight. The trial you've been in, I understand that. But God is going to see you as an overcomer through this. And we're going to bind with you. As brothers and sisters of like precious faith. And watch the hand of God work. Because it's his good pleasure. Amen. To work for us. To work for us. Jesus gave us the little parable of the little widow woman. Facing an adversary in a situation and facing a judge. In fear of reverence, man of God. But every morning she'd make her way. I can just imagine as the neighbors of different ones possibly had faced the same situation. But never got any results. Because they just gave up. Because they would tell you there's no need. I, I've heard statements like that. People are going to face a judge. And that judge all got a, already got a reputation. A man that said this. But, but because somebody prayed. Because somebody interceded. And a God that can touch. But they mentioned about having the heart. <laughs> a man. He can soften any heart he gets. Right? That's not all. They need to see. They need to see truth. Hear truth. Hallelujah. Not to be bribed. Not to be any other way. I'd love to tell you tonight that our courts are, are just and upright. But they're not. We've got to depend on God to help us. You hear me? We've got to depend on God to help us. And with God's help, we can win this battle. And we can be victorious. Love you tonight. Y'all want to sing? Y'all feel like singing?
Y'all feel like singing, you know, Satan, take up your weapons and flee? Brother Barry's pushing me this morning tonight for me to get up here and start singing. I don't know if he wants church or him get over with. Or I don't know how much of that y'all can tolerate. That's an old one. Brother, you're the one who wouldn't let the choir, remember? Untrained, unskillful. I mean, that's what God loves to do anyway. It's those that think they're so trained and so skillful and got it all together. God can't do a whole lot with them. Oh, that one, amen. And knows you know what? I got to depend on God. <laughs> God bless you. They're going to sing. I command you, Satan, in the name of the Lord, because we love your weapons and Like those other ten spies, other ten men that went into the land. The walls are great and strong, and the people are of great stature. And we were as grasshoppers. In their eyes and in our own eyes, they said, and we were as grasshoppers in our own eyes. They looked at those men, forgetting that God said, this is the land I'm going to give you. You don't have to lift a hand. I'll fight your battle. I'll go before you. And all they could see that in our own eyes, we're as grasshoppers. You can't be like Saul in his army hiding behind the rock, shivering at the voice of a giant that's calling out, send me a man. But you better get you some anointing. And you better let it flow. And if you'll let that anointing flow, if you'll hear the voice of God, when you step out on that battlefield, you won't see a giant. You'll see an uncircumcised Philistine. <laughs> You're going to see an enemy of God. 
David never called him a giant, never called him a champion. Everybody else told him, oh, you're just a youth, and he's been a man of war from his youth. Don't worry about that. He wasn't with me when that bear and that lion came out. But I was there. Be not dismayed. God's fighting your battle right now. Well, hallelujah. You give it to him. There's no failing. Did you hear me? You give it to him. There's no failing. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a song. We're going to sing it anyway. Y'all want her to sing a song? Good. I have a source of strength when I am weak. That takes me through. Is that the right key? Find it for you. Shed on Calvary. 
praise tonight in this place. Come on, let's love him. Thank you, Lord, for your provision. Thank you for what you've done in this service tonight. Thank you for what you're about to do in Vendell, Mississippi, for the church of the living God, building you a church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Happy birthday. You got any birthdays? I'm glad you made it to church tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have any birthdays? Anybody? Nobody? Somebody? I had one last year in December. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, she, she had him play me that song on my birthday one time years ago. Mike Dodds was still at the radio station. She told him to play. I'll never be over the hill, never be over the hill. <laughs> yeah, she had him play that to me. But the rest of it goes like, I'll never be over Calvary. <laughs> oh, for it was there since power over me 
was taken away. Oh, happy day, overcome by the blood of the Lamb. I am saved and forever I am. Overwhelmed, overjoyed, over fear. I'll never be over the hill. <laughs> well, I wish I could sing anymore. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, no birthdays? No anniversaries? Or is that anniversary? We don't have anything? I think y'all cheating me just because I'm up here and nobody had a birthday. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Uh, anything, any announcements?